Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 557. Not necessarily the box office report for the week ending March 8th. Was everyone surprised by Daylight Savings Time? <laughs> Not until Kevin uh, told me about it. <laughs> I was. So you, so I did help you out? No, I knew it was coming. Oh, I was going to say, because I'm like... <laughs> I knew it was coming, but then I totally forgot about yeah. it yesterday, sure, which is sure. the most important day to remember <laughs> right. it. Of and, all the days to remember yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And so if I didn't use my phone as my alarm clock... I know. Right. I'd have been screwed. <laughs> yeah, we've been, Kevin and I have been outside the door. You'd have been standing outside knocking. Medicine, What's going please? on? It sucks when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, it's five o'clock. Oh, it's four o'clock. You yeah. know, like it sucks after that change. For me, it was like, oh, I have to work a seven hour shift tonight. Oh, did yeah. you get an hour early? Yeah. yeah. But did they make you work the extra? They make us work the extra. Yeah. yeah. I worked at a grocery store once that pulled that. And then, then when it came time for the short shift, they were like, no. Oh. And I was like. Here's a thought. Go f yourself. <laughs> I'm clocking out and going home. Right. Or and you they pay said, me. Hmm, yeah. Let me think about that. You could pay That's me two hours. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. I worked that day, and you told me I had to work the extra hour because I'd get it back today. Even though at the time I'm like, well, there's no guarantee that I'll be scheduled then. Right. You know, because right. it was a part time job. But I was scheduled then, so now I'm leaving. Meaner, neener. And and it was a union job, so I was like, if yeah. you have any issues. We can have this conversation with the shop steward. <laughs> Take it up with Big Roy. Yeah. You can explain why you made me work for free. I nah. think that's frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> so there. So happy daylight savings time, everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. I just do that to make Kevin happy. Mm-hmm. He gets Very happy. He gets a little, yeah. It throws gets off a little, his, get a e- throws off his equilibrium <laughs> if I don't do it. Daylight and, savings time and you don't go around and do this? I'm lost. Yeah. And uh, uh, some shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can go there, rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And uh, we actually have a new review. Oh, is it a new zoo review? It, I wish coming right at you. <laughs> oh. Those are only when Dan's here. Yeah, I know. Are we are we accused of being too woke this time again? No, not this time. Oh, thank goodness. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to change this to the woke cast. <laughs> I so I mean I swear maybe we just don't notice it, uh, but I feel like we. How often could we possibly talk about something that's? Woke? I think we. Uh, 
Like I well, just well, I mean, I, there was like the I mean, obviously the the Rambo episode. Rambo, yeah, right. Uh, okay, I get it. But then it's like <laughs> right, that was a long one hundred percent of the people he killed were Mexican. Absolutely, <laughs> not a single uh, quote unquote white person. Yeah, was killed in that movie. But uh, other I guess than that, the daughter like, was. But how? But, but how often do we? I, I just feel like we talk two hours a week at least. It's like how it's. <laughs> yeah. We may make a a statement like an offhanded statement, but well, like, God forbid you say something that goes against the that uh, yeah, those persons. So uh, values. I just, oh, yeah. you think it's a little bit of a scapegoat? Oh, on? absolutely. Oh, God. God forbid we promote um, powerful women, or you know, uh, we've I mean, we've gotten to the point where like <laughs> even even viruses have political opinions. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. so what are you gonna do? We, I'm just like, just like uh, all right, yeah, whatever. I've gotten the the older I get, the less. I it, you ain't kidding, brother. I care. Like, yeah. You I'm ain't just kidding. Like, I'm just like, who if the review I get is crap. because oh they're too they're too nice. Yeah, they're they're too <laughs> middle of the road. How dare you not be mean to people I don't like? So. We're just not trolls. And yeah. some people yeah. I guess like to. Whatever. So the review, yeah, this was a good stalling technique because iTunes wasn't working. Imagine oh. that iTunes not working. Is it a new zero? Who knew? We've done this. <laughs> oh, I was, oh! You don't need any more time. Okay, yes, sorry. Uh, so, uh, where was I at? Oh, yeah. It says <laughs> this is from Brenda B. Kent. All right. I like that last name. That's a winner. The last name is it's literally B. Kent. The letter B and then K E N T. So I don't know. I saw, I'll, I'll still really, count it. Oh, Brenda B. She just really likes her middle initial. Yeah, yeah that's true. And there's no place for it. Yeah, she's like, I'm front. not giving it up. <laughs> I fight the same battle with the apostrophe. Uh, like writing it, like on, on the interwebs. Like sure, they, sure, sure. Like the half the things will be like, you can't use these. You symbols. can't use a symbol, <laughs> and I'm like, but it's in my name. <laughs> no, like you don't get I to use it. It's not weird to have an apostrophe <laughs> in your name. There's there's lots of people that have. A, it's not like it's like I spell O'Keefe. With an amber sand, right? <laughs> hashtag, right? Well, I guess you could do with that. It probably would let me use a hashtag because <laughs> of the millennials. That's right. A lot and of people don't know that Joe is actually J apostrophe O. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's my Kryptonian version Joe. of my name. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so like half the time my my name will get kicked out. <laughs> like no, and then so then a lot of times I've just stopped using it. Okay. Right. But then sometimes if it's something I I've been a part of for a while, like. It, I might end up with two accounts, one with an apostrophe, one without an apostrophe. Mm, yeah. It's very actually that's that sounds like a great way to get like free month trials of things. Well, no, because they they track by your email address. Uh, different email addresses. Well, yeah, but then that has nothing to do with the apostrophe. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's fair. That's a good point. Let and, him have it. Just yeah. T and, t-, t H like or T O T O T H A M T H A M. Yeah. And then the weirdest thing Thom. is when I worked. Uh, at the the big arena downtown, my email address. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know how, it worked with the apostrophe. Like my email address, oh, was like T O Keefe at scotttradecenter well, That's how progressive they were. Like, and no, we we like your and the apo- and they and I either version with or without the apostrophe would work. And I was like, I didn't know you could put an apostrophe. <laughs> you know, it's really strange. Address. And uh, before we get to this review, yeah, <laughs> but uh, B. Kent is sitting on the I edge know, of the right? seat. Well, we'll have to drag <laughs> I, I can't believe I got bumped for a punctuation mark. <laughs> and then we're gonna forget. Just keep <laughs> like, anyway. Well, on to the box office report. But so there's this. So there's this really weird. I believe it to be a misconception where someone I've been told on multiple occasions that in an email periods don't matter. 
But I get email at my Gmail account for someone that has my full name and whatever. I don't know if there's numbers. I can't remember. But they people are sending like their emails about their kids' soccer games and they're like, like mass emails? and they're and they're no 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 they're very personal. Oh. Like they're just direct emails and so they're like dick pics right right, right. (laughs) so like kids soccer games are like they're investors like here's the you know we need to schedule meeting to go over your blah 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 and it's like they're clearly like kevin dot bracket whatever the number or whatever right and they don't include it because people think you don't have to but i own kevin dot bracket (laughs) so there's this or whatever you know i own whatever the other i own kevin bracket yeah and so People think that a period doesn't matter in emails, but it does. Capitals don't matter. Maybe apostrophes don't matter, but like periods do. Right. And so I don't know if you guys have ever had ran into that, but like I get this person's like real estate stuff. Like it's they're like telling them to schedule meetings. Emails are like teenage daughters. What is that? Oh, mean? periods matter. <laughs> it's a game changer, man. An absolute game changer. I, yeah, we're. Uh... Eh, I'll leave that alone. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so thanks, Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> See what you caused. Uh, so Brenda says these guys are amazing. They go oh. through the whole movie with spoilers, which I enjoy because I don't like when podcasts tiptoes around spoilers in movies. Ah, we got you covered. Whole, we got whole, you that covered. Was our whole reason for doing it. This <laughs> hey, way. I think this is the appropriate. We got one. Yeah. <laughs> it only took six Finally. years. Yeah. The point of the podcast has been fulfilled. And I was like, we would fail at tiptoeing anyway. And yeah, so, it's true. Yeah. Uh, in mostly chronological order, they give different perspectives <laughs> on many points, different opinions on many movies. Like most people that find this podcast, I've also gone back as far as I can and listened to episodes for movies that I have seen want to see, and I'm glad I didn't see, based on reviews from these guys. I look forward to the episodes after watching a movie that has recently come up, come out. Keep doing what you're doing because it's working. So thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Brenda. That's and awesome. That's thank fantastic. you so much. We apologize about the apostrophe discussion. <laughs> no, Do we? we? Yeah. No, we don't. No, we don't. I no. mean, if, if someone loves the show, they have to love the tangents. <laughs> yeah, like, they go they with know the... what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. If you've gone back and listened to older, epi- older episodes right. before we started breaking them up, yeah. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Because we'd get to the movie an hour in. So we're yeah, like, right. okay, we'll do our tangent have you, episode. Have you listened to In Voorhees We Trust or In Myers We Trust? I haven't done that one yet. Okay. So <laughs> those episodes, like the I just finished the Halloween season on Stitcher Stitcher Premium. Hmm. Uh, Was it the season of The Witch? Well, that's one of them. That's yes. <laughs> okay, but like on. their episodes are like three and a half hours long. <laughs> and then they, they realize like they do like a, it's Matt Gorley and sure. uh, Paul Rust. And they get like. I always, whenever anyone says. Um, Matt Gorley, and I, I listen to a lot of podcasts with him. He's a lot. I didn't realize he was on as many as he was. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, like, Conan's show, he's the James producer Bonding. there. But the every time I hear Gorley, that James Bonding <laughs> intro is so freaking <laughs> yeah. catchy. Gorley, Myra, Gorley. <laughs> yeah. my, I mean, I'm not it's doing justice, good. but I, that goes in my ears yeah. as soon as, because the first, that's one of the early ones I heard him on. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, anyway. But, yeah, they like, they have, they do, a, like, a counter. Mm. They're like, hey, what's our count at? And they're just like, oh, you know, like an hour and a half. Like, we haven't even talked about the movie yet. We what? haven't even started yet. That's one of the things I love about Blank Check. Like, I love their banter. I don't even care when they talk about the movie or what Depends they talk about. Depends on the movie, because I just deleted a bunch of episodes, because I was like, don't care about that one. Oh, don't care about okay. That one. I, but I, I mean, I listen to everything. I just, again, I like their banter. I don't care about the movie. But 
David Sims gets so mad because there'll be an hour and a half into the movie and he's like, <laughs> we haven't even talked. Like, because Griffin keeps going off on these. I just listened to the uh, Manhunter episode and it was the oh, same thing. Yeah. Like, I have a, I had a yeah. bunch in the back. Their Michael Mann series is awesome. Yeah. If you haven't I just listened finished to that. that and Thief is next. You'll learn so much stuff about Michael Mann you didn't know. Seriously. Like, dude, dude is such a versatile director. Like, sometimes you don't, but go back, look at his filmography. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like we think Michael Mann, like, kind of one type of movie and then you see all the stuff he's done. He's got like, some weird crap. stuff in there. Yeah. But yeah, like they, so down that, in that, in Myers We Trust, they talk about uh, a book called Taking Shape, hmm. where if you haven't, if you, I mean, the two of you probably won't read it, but it basically is a challenge accepted. <laughs> it's a breakdown of every For Tom. I can't believe, I can't believe Joe just challenged us about not reading I did. books. I did. One book in particular. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one book. He's right. Yeah. He uh, reads one book and one all book of a sudden he's I like, get one. I'm, I'm super enlightened. Push your glasses up, yeah, Joe. Excuse me. Uh, but they break down like, the Halloween series, like movie by movie. And apparently in the 2018 version, they were just going to. So since it's a completely new quote unquote timeline, they were going to kill Loomis in the very beginning of like, they were going to change the ending of the very first Halloween and have Lori be the one that shot Michael Myers instead of it being oh. Donald Pleasance. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, they tested it, I guess and they built like a whole new set and it just, they're just like, Nope. Hmm. And they got rid of it and kept the original ending. Yeah. I was like, if you're going to change the timeline, why not? You know, like, I feel like if you're just going to go for it and you're going to negate everything that came after part one, do it. Why not? Yeah. I, I, I think that, people that love book is, Loomis. I don't think people want to mess with Loomis. But he's not even in the new one. Yeah, but. He doesn't, I mean, if he doesn't but, make it out of the first one, who cares? But uh, isn't, do, doesn't the guy mention Loomis? Uh, the doctor says he, he was like, he was his, he was worked his, for him or, yeah, with him yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. I, don't I don't know. But that book they, is very interesting. He's not gone. At least they give an homage. Yeah. And then it's like faux Loomis. I mean, he is the it's, Loomis character anyway. Loomis. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> Dr. Loomis. There you go. Uh, but no, it's fantastic read. Like it's breaks it's all kinds of stuff that I didn't, I didn't even know like about those movies. Oh, the Joe didn't even know. I mean, that's, know. that's, that's a, for Halloween. Know, that's a for deep. All of them. Well, yeah, not that's just a, yeah. That's like me finding out something I didn't know about the monkeys. <laughs> no, yeah, right. I got right, a monkeys dude. record at the thrift shop the other day. Did you? I can't remember which one. I was going to try to think of it. What the cover look like? Uh, it's all them in person, and it looks very like seventies. They're I don't I, I just I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, they were done by seventy. They looked later. Like they didn't look young. Young. All four. Maybe were sitting on, on a car or something. They're all kind of like standing around or sitting. What are some names, real quick, of albums? Well, there's first ones the monkeys. Yeah, the more of the monkeys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's more of the Beatles. Nobody <laughs>, laughs at that, Joe. Uh, <laughs> Live free or die, monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. But uh, I just, I'm good day to die, monkeys. Headquarters. No. Pisces Squares, Capricorn and Jones. Mm-hmm. Limited. No. For the big nerds. I wonder if it was just the monkeys. Maybe it was just monkeys. I don't know. But I had never seen one at a thrift shop. I usually go through the records and I just, I don't know. I've never seen a monkeys record. I thought of you and I bought it. It was like two bucks. Yeah. So Spath- I own a monkeys vinyl now. Spath- I don't. That. Oh really? Yeah. I don't do you vinyl. Them all oh, that's out. fair. I got rid of all my vinyl. I'm not buying it again. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh he sent me a picture. There was a comic book. He was at a thrift shop in Columbia and it was a th- the thing from outer space like comic book adaptation. And I was like I sent him a thing back. I'm like, "Are you still there?" And he was like, "No, I left." And I was like, "Shoot." Mm. It was like 5 bucks and he was like, "Is that a good price?" And I sent him like a picture of all the ones that have sold for like 60 to 70 bucks and I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. And he's like, "Damn it." He's like, well, I'm not going back. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> someone will have a good day. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. I didn't realize. I didn't even know that there was a comic book for that. 
Like it's uh, a dark horse. Wait, what is it? Which the, one? The, the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. It's a I, comic book adaptation of the thing. Yeah, I think I saw it. Maybe I just saw pictures online or something. But I have seen something about that. Yeah, I don't own and it's it, but not cheap. Yeah, at all. So. Yeah, I saw that. It was like it came out after the uh-huh. movie, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've I've seen the images of it, and does do they? Does the guy look like Kurt Russell? Like, did they draw it to them? Uh, the only picture I saw was like of the the if like, it's mutated alien. If it's Dark Horse, then probably because I, I feel like so. I remember they were, they were all about the like Star Wars and stuff, looked yeah. like Star Wars. I mean, yeah, they licensed they, the properties, yeah. so it's like they they normally you know because they they did all the Star Wars, they did Alien, yeah, Conan, Predator. You know, because so I remember seeing like a comic book Kurt Russell yeah. in the thing setting, and so that's why maybe back then I didn't know if it was legit or not. Sure, but now you're sure. talking about, I'm like, oh, that's from there's, that. It's crazy. Like, there's a there's an Escape from New York comic. There's a Big Trouble Little China comic that that's also cool. crosses over into Escape from New York, and it turns out that like that Jack Burton is that world's Snake Plissken. So like it's the same person, just an alternate reality. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, why not? Do you I own all these comics. Uh, I have the yes, I have the Snake Plissken Chronicles. Mm-hmm. I have the Escape from New York, and I have the Big Trouble cool. in China. I was comics. gonna say if you like, I can't imagine you being this huge fan of Kurt <laughs> yeah. Russell, like, and a comic book guy. I just not- happened. I stumbled upon those uh, like the Snake Plissken Chronicles, and I was like, what is? All right, done. Let's you put Snake Plissken on the cover of a comic, and I'm buying it, mm-hmm. and I did. There you oh, go. A okay. lot. Oh, uh, shameless <laughs> plugs. We're oh, yeah. that. Yeah, we're uh, it, what, uh, you can also uh, find us on the Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. And if you really want to be anal, you can type in the Facebook. Yeah. It works. It still works. It still works. So does fb.com. It does? It does. Interesting. Yeah. You can't blame them I guess for you got to lock like, it all up. Yeah. And, like yeah. they have unlimited funds. Like <laughs> yeah, how much, right. how yeah. many hundreds of What's billions? another $10 a year <laughs> He's like, on a domain sure. Why yeah. not? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, with his reptile face while you're there, <laughs> like the page, join the group and, uh, all sorts of interesting conversations that take place during the, during the group. And, uh, you can also become, uh, a league of show sharers by sharing a episode of the show. People who were kind enough to share the show this week, librarian, Cynthia, Douglas Bolduck, Travis Tewitt, Tom Comiskey, Ralph Tribble, Griffin Fox Smith, Gabriel Lugo, Laura Conley Quiddick, Ron Johnson, Carl Clarkson, Chris Magicman, Chris Sanders, Chris Williams, no relation, <laughs> Julianne Jordan, Susan Carlson, Lane Levanway, Aaron Marlowe, Jason Weesey, and Brent Smith. So thank you very much for sharing the show. We greatly appreciate it. Indeed. And uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of bonus content and you help us out a little bit, and that's nice too. Yeah, we did a little sneak peek uh, behind the curtain. I, I did a podcast with uh, learn from one of our local radio stations about movie soundtracks so that was going to be a patreon episode but we thought you know for the folks that maybe were hesitant to see what that content was on the other side of that paywall uh we posted it on the main feed so it's there to that's basically what you'll get but on, i mean uh, that's an interview so we do is, yeah. joe and i do uh, retrospective uh reviews about like movies that tie into the current one so yep. sometimes we post interviews like like i did an interview recently with the animation director for Leica, uh-huh. you know the you know the big anim- uh, stop motion animation company oh, yeah. and so like i posted that interview with me joe's done a couple like so we have interviews and then also we try to tie in episodes like let's go back and watch scream twice <laughs> four times because it's halloween <laughs> or <laughs> and then and then it, hey wait a minute this it's halloween let's go back and watch scream <laughs> yeah. what a novel idea <laughs> so yeah we talked about doing maybe hollow man and mm. uh something else what else did we say uh the island of dr moreau oh yes 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 the, so uh, 
bad version. So sneak preview <laughs> yeah. if uh, you want to catch that and catch up on those movies beforehand. Those yeah. will be our next two we take on. Indeed. Awesome. So uh, there's all the shameless plugs. Do we have news? I mean, I feel like the Star Wars thing is just getting weirder and weirder. What What is it? What do you well, have now, for Well, now the, the kiss between... Kylo oh. and like and that's not that's not that's coming from the creators. I, well, it's that yeah the novelization. So they always it's do, not a romantic kiss. And I was like, I don't think like, that's true. Which is just like <laughs> gross because it's like a long hanging. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not one of those fanboys that's like getting irate on the internet about Star Wars and whatever. You know, I, I mean, can see like if it was a kiss on the forehead. So I haven't heard this. Who kissed? So Kylo and Kylo and Ray kissed. Okay, in the movie. saw the new Star Wars, right? Yeah, and so right, yeah, so at, the end, at the end, okay. and they have and that it's kiss. like a kiss like they don't yeah. just go Mwah, or a kiss in the head but like right. kiss. yeah it's not romantic they it's, say it's not a, in, the, in the novelization it's not a romantic kiss and it's like i don't think that's so correct that's <laughs> i mean if you want to make it that that's fine if they hadn't done it like that but <laughs> right? yeah. i'm not mad about you saying oh they're not romantic i'm not shipping renlo or whatever <laughs> right, but it's right. like that's not right <laughs> well it's also it's all yeah you're right it's right, just like, like i don't think yeah, that's that's n- not the way that was played. That is in the not movie. how the actors interpreted that at <laughs> not all. At all. Uh, yeah, and uh, and the other thing was that uh, Ray's. Well, can we sp- on a it's, non-movie episode for a? I think can we, anybody that's seen that star, uh, they it's. You over. think people have, yes. okay? Yeah. So and so in that movie, you know, we find out Palpatine's back and the whole Ray's parents' mysteries that that JJ set up. You know, he came back and he solved that mystery. But did he? Well, uh, <laughs> and so apparently. So Palpatine is Ray's father, yes. but it's clone Palpatine. It's a failed, father. a failed clone of Palpatine is Ray's father. So Palpatine is a clone, and they confirmed that yes. Palpatine is a clone, and now that's the father. So she's the daughter of a clone of Palpatine. So, Pal- so, so Palpatine is her grandfather and her father. I don't understand. I don't. It's how just is he I- both. I'm I mean, confused. if it's a clone of the, or I guess maybe it's like the granddaughter of a clone one, whatever. I guess yeah, the, what they're supposed to be the granddaughter. That, that's right. But oh, it's like, okay, but, okay. But I guess that one that had this regular looking son that we saw, he didn't look all weird or failed or whatever. You know, like that's he, it's all. It's it's like they just refuse to not shoot themselves in the foot. Honestly, I like it that he's that, that, that he's, he's a clone. A clone. It makes prob- more sense than him being really Palpatine. I don't. Right, I, like sir, Palpatine, I don't disagree with you. Palpatine's yeah, right. freaking dead. Yeah. No. Totally. The clone thing is like okay. That's yeah. my. Don't be like. And it but also you didn't means see him it also means that somewhere we get a we get a comic book yeah. or a novelization called Star Wars Clone Bone. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Now <laughs> I understand why the clones you like out there getting it on. <laughs> you mean, got a clone out there. Crushing tail, right. literally, right. like that's what they're saying happened. Yeah, so it's it's just like it's and we got we got Rise of Skywalker when you <laughs> could have had clone when bone. you could have had clones <laughs> balls deep in Ewoks. Uh, I, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I don't think the species made it just because he's a clone. Look, you save your hatred. <laughs> Your Ewokophobia. Oh, <laughs> I will say they, for the paywall. There is a comic. because when we're be- uh, not behind the paywall, we are woke, sir. <laughs> yeah. That's right. There's a comic called The Rise of Kylo Ren. That oh. ta- it, it's actually really good. Okay. So it's about it's what happened. Leading- Cut to the chase. Does he have sex with a clone? <laughs> I mean, we haven't. Then I don't. The care. series isn't over yet. So I don't. It's care. Definitely possible. Okay. But yeah, it's it's about it's like what happens leading up to. The turn, like when Luke is, you know, the the turn for Kylo, right? But it's, it's actually really good. It's a it's a good little. That's that's what those comics should be. Is like, I do want to know what happened between point A and point B. 
I don't need to know everything else. Like, you know, I don't need a Mace Windu comic or I don't, you know, but the, the rise of Kylo Ren is pretty good. Okay, cool. Um, So uh, this news coming from Screen Crush. uh, Christian Bale is playing a villain in Thor Love and Thunder. He's not usually a villain guy, so it'll be interesting for him. American Psycho is pretty villainous in that. Okay, but that's the only one you can think of, and he's still like the main character. He's like the anti-hero. He's not a villain. Villain is like... He does kill kill the Joker in that movie. That's true, which he is a hero. He's a hero. So (laughs) thank you. Take it back. (laughs) Not a villain. I was hoping he would be better Ray Bill. Oh right! At least the voice, but uh, I, I mean, I have so, to believe he's going to be. I don't even know what the villain that was. My of question that. for you: So, who would be a Thor villain that Christian Bale would play? I mean, maybe a barber. <laughs> not a barber. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, so uh, it's not going to be Chris Hemsworth, right? Like, it's going to be Jane oh, Foster. Jane Foster's Thor. Oh right, right. So. I'm just trying to think of Is it like, like Valkyrie and Jane. Yeah, as Thor, I mean, right, I, 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 I mean, I'm sure Hemsworth would be in it at some point. I mean, there's there's a character who runs Roxon, like which is like the big, um, like corporate, like evil corporation, and so like that, like Dario something, he turns mm. into like a Minotaur, Dario Rucker. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that could be maybe okay. Dario Zosin. Dario Zosin is what <laughs> I was also thinking. Yeah, <laughs> who also like I feel like if. Uh, Tessa Thompson was like, I don't want to do these anymore. They're like, can we get Rosario Dawson then? Like, can she step in and play this part too? And they're just like, yeah, because she's a badass and but she plays Wonder Woman. Tessa Thompson's awesome. Tessa though. Thompson's amazing. I, I just think she's, I said it before on the podcast and I'll say it again. I think her as Valkyrie is just one of the most badass oh, female yeah. characters on film. Yeah, period. easily. Like, love easily. it. I love that character. I love how she just doesn't care. Nope. And she's awesome. So Yeah, the only other character that Thor has really had to contend with is the God Butcher. So maybe... Like that's for the whole Jason Aaron run, so it's possible that could be it could let's, be him. But. Let's get those Disney Plus shows going. Like they really missed the mark with a downtime between Mandalorian. Like I wish they did Mandalorian over in, Marvel. You know, like yeah. they they shouldn't have had a gap there. And uh, and our friend uh, in the UK actually uh, said that they I made a mistake because I thought it was it had just come out. It's not even out yet. Or I don't know Disney when. The Disney Plus, Disney is Plus. Not available yeah, yet. yeah. I mean, that's so and weird. then, but still, like we said, they are doing the slow rollout week to week. For Mandalorian, like that just sucks. I get that they want people to subscribe. Trust me, if folks over in the UK wanted to watch the Mandalorian, they've already watched the Mandalorian. Right, but it's like, <laughs> that's but that's something. the thing. Like, it's been out technically, and right? It's like, come on, Disney Plus. Like, it's what fifty dollars a year, and he, he's even said that it's cheaper. So it's like thirty five a year for them. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's a cheaper rate. So thanks a lot, Brexit. Like, so what are people really paying three dollars a month and then canceling? Like, I feel like everyone's going to do the thirty. Give them the Mandalorian, right? And, right. You know, that's but. weird. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I just they just want them to subscribe. But again, with the price point, I don't really understand that. So me either. Um, and other Disney Plus news. Speaking of, uh, did you guys hear about the Beauty and the Beast prequel? No. Yeah. Following Gaston and LeFou. Didn't you say that was going to happen? Like, didn't didn't one of you say that like that was definitely a like? I think I might have because I I I really enjoyed their their time together. Like, yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. Like, because. They is were one of the Gavin, more original. Is it, is it yeah, oh, yeah, Gad? yeah. They're one of the more original parts of that movie, right? And I, I, I don't think Josh Gad is allowed to say no to Disney. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like if they I did, did just see that trailer and, for that Artemis whatever, yeah. I was like, oh, there's Josh Gad again. Yeah. All right, great. But like, yeah, with him being so tight with Disney, if they did a Lafu and didn't get, that'd be so weird. Uh, but yeah, I just they're one of the more original parts of that movie, and I liked the movie, but you know, it's very 
it's pretty much beat for beat other than the new song. Uh, and, uh, but I like their banter and their relationship together. So I don't know. I saw some people hating on it, but like, I didn't hate their relationship. I, it's, it's just free content. You know, like yeah. Disney can be like, ah, yeah, are right. you really going to get mad that like they're did giving you get mad more when they Disney Be- Plus shows? When, well, like, oh, did you get mad when they did Beauty and the Beast 2? Right. Did anyone yeah. Enchanted yeah. Christmas or whatever? Who cares? Didn't watch it. Yeah. yeah not a big I game. don't know. I don't get the whole, I don't know. I just don't get the whole anger over remakes and reboots. Like I'm not one that seeks them out, but when they come out, it's like, okay, don't watch it. That I think it depends. Like, oh. I think it just depends. For me, at least it will depend on the property. Yeah. Like if they remake Back to the Future. I'm gonna have words. There's certain movies we've talked about this before. That <laughs> the Godfather. Like you, you don't touch certain movies, and I'm glad that I don't know if we maybe we did mention it or I mentioned it online, but uh, Bob Gale. Yeah, I think I did, but Bob Gale anyway said no, not gonna happen. Good. So it does is he we, really will, control it though. I guess. Well, him. He said that he and Zemeckis both have the same. But can but they like, must own the rights to it? But can you don't think yeah. Universal owns the rights to Back to I the don't Future? Know. They must. I he said he, like I mean the writer said it, so I'm guessing mm. they have some kind of. I will control. say though, after seeing that deep fake of Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr., have you seen this? Uh, yeah, but I don't. Want I, that. I, I don't like, disagree with you. Yes, but it works. It works. It plays. <laughs> I just I don't certain movies. I just don't want to remake of. I get it. So, but I don't know if it came out. If I'd be mad, I I mean we'd all see it, and then we'd maybe be like. Yeah, you can't touch the original. We could have told you that, and then you just move on, right? Like, I don't know. I don't get the anger over remakes. I don't know. I I don't know. I guess that's... They don't burn the original. You can still go watch it. You're totally right. That's where I stand You're totally right. I guess guess it just depends. Like, here's the thing. The things you love, they're not that important. Yeah. When it comes to pop culture, they're not that precious. Right. Like, there was a Casablanca television show (laughs) with the blonde guy from Starsky and Hutch. Right. Yes, older listeners, I know his name is David Soul. But was was he in Scatman's lot? Scat yes. Okay. Scatman Crothers is Sam. Oh. Oh really? Yeah. Did he say play it again, Sam? Yeah. He talked to himself. <laughs> he did. He actually they actually say it in that one. I they think. actually yeah. say it in that yeah. one? That's funny. And then there was also they they did a TV movie version of Casablanca in like the fifties. Like like the, yeah, all this stuff do you has think happened. That, do you think that this was different though? New? Like people were like there just wasn't as much content back then, so like remakes made sense. Where unlike where like now it's just like there's I don't know, I guess I feel like there's a plethora of content. And we just keep doing the same thing over and over and well, because over. Because they want to cut through, right? It's yeah, hard to launch an yeah. original property. That's fair. I, yeah, you know, I think that is part of the problem because, you know, we're so inundated with media and ads and this and that that instantly when you can tap into nostalgia, like people know the property. When you say the name of a title, right. you instantly jump to awareness when you say that. Whereas when you're like Knives Out, which is excellent, but it's sure. like you got to sell people on Knives did Out. You, did you see the slipcase for that? It's amazing, right? Did you Have you seen this? And when you turn around the clear no. cover with the knives on it, like the back has the family all lined up on it. And so if you take the front cover of Knives Out and flip it to the back, it's a clear, but as the knives uh, display in a circle, the circle pins on... So and I was like, "That's genius! They're, that is a genius for like, a detective type movie. Yeah. That's that's smart." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah it, I, it, I, I hear what you're saying. I and I yeah. and I get it. I guess I just feel like it's weird because even as a as a horror nerd, right? Like I this is I've been through this so much. Starting mm, in the sure. early 2000s, right? Where it's just like, oh, every horror movie you've ever loved, we're just gonna redo it, yeah. right? But Halloween's good. Halloween was so, good. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre was they good. They can be they can be good, you know. Yeah. And I the other thing I think people have to remember, and I know that Tom didn't really necessarily agree with me on the theater argument. Like, as in, you know, if you want to play these little indie movies and keep a theater open, you got to play these big remake tent poles. I think 
I think that's a conversation we had at some point. I don't. I I would I would agree with that. You would okay because yeah. okay like, someone disagreed. Maybe it was online, but it's like people it was get, probably online. People yeah. get mad about all these remakes and reboots, but you know a lot of them make hundreds of millions of dollars. And sure. It's like if you want to keep theaters open, theaters don't make that much money these days, so you have to play those. I think it's the same with studios, like the one for me, one for you type thing. Right. If you want studios to make Knives Out, they got to make money on I'm just right. throwing, whatever Bad Boys re- reboot, Star Wars. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just they're taking taking all this money and funneling I mean, it it's the same conversation projects. I've had about comic book stores when like the hipster people were like oh X-Men oh, that's awful you don't carry Girl Scouts and it's just like well that store wouldn't exist <laughs> yeah. to, to exactly. carry your hipster BS right if it wasn't for X-Men right so you should probably you should thank Superman yeah. and Batman and the X-Men and Spider-Man right. so you so, can read I don't know uh, what was the Terry Moore book Strangers in Paradise. Yeah, Strangers in Paradise. (laughs) But it just frustrates me because a lot of the people online... Cherry Pop-Tart would still find an audience. (laughs) Yeah, have no fear. I assure you. (laughs) But the people online that say this a lot of times that are anti-remake, anti-reboot, you know, and and even some people that I respect, but they're in the film Twitter community, they're like, they're so anti that, but then they're the people that are like, don't watch movies at home, go to the theater. How would theater stay in business? Yeah, just right. art? Have you been to an art house theater? They don't exactly do the business of a multiplex. Like these, multi, you know, I you, feel, I feel like the draft house has figured that out. Yeah. You know, like I, they are, well, they're like a, de- they're, they're like an event. Cur- yeah. They right? are a curated theater, but I just feel like they've figured out that balance between yeah. the independent yeah. stuff and the big budget but stuff. But they have big stuff too. But they do. Yeah. Right. So I'm saying is like, everyone wants to go see movies in the theater, but then stop making remakes and reboots. But it's like, well, as long as studios are making $500 million from a movie and then they can get money to make your $10 million gamble, it's like, right. they're going to, so I don't know. I'm just the whole ecosystem. I'm just like, whatever, make the movie. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. But it's business. I think, I think Marcus, our local thing here has mm-hmm. also kind of figured it out. Cause they do like a, <clears throat> they they do like a um, like Marcus Select mm-hmm. where they will show like the smaller budget. Oh, AMC has AMC. Select. Oh, do they? Okay, yeah. yeah. So they've got the so they're starting to figure this. Yeah, like you know if you, if, you wanna, if you if you want to bring in the 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 hipster independent yeah. you know film nerd audience, right. you have to start showing. Yeah, you know the not just you can't just have bad boys right. on seventeen screens. Because to my point earlier, that's what I'm saying. The people that are making this argument, like they're like go see movies in theaters so if you want to get all that business sitting out that you've got to show the movies they want to see which right. a lot of times are the art house yeah i totally so, agree yeah there's definitely a market but anyway so none of this matters because we're all going to stop going to movie theaters i honestly because because of, of the corona oh my gosh oh my gosh you see they predicted like a three billion dollar loss analysts say are well, going to say i mean they they killed was it s they killed emerald city uh, they canceled yeah. that. They what was the SX. Oh, South South by Southwest. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. Uh, Rumors of Emerald Coachella. City's delayed. Rumors, which I mean, Coachella is. If anything's going to carry it, it's Coachella. Yeah. But what I don't get though is that like all these people have non-refundable airplane tickets, so they're still going to go there. The, that's the sad uh, part about they're it. Still going to go there. You've sure, accomplished sure. nothing. Right. That's what I feel bad about though. It's like yeah, you delay the thing, and I get health concerns, but people book hotels, people book plane tickets. Like when they cancel <laughs> this and give you your. $50 a day ticket back or whatever. It's like, right. that sucks. Your other stuff's way there more was, uh, Somebody posted online. They're just like, oh, man, just let us get to WrestleMania. And they're like, please don't cancel WrestleMania. And somebody subtweeted and said, a guy fell out of the rafters and died in the ring, and Vince McMahon didn't stop the show. WrestleMania is going on. <laughs> <as planned." laughs> I was like, 
Jeez. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I think right. That. They didn't call off WrestleMania after that. They, they, didn't, took call the, they, they didn't call off the event. Like, it happened in I Kansas mean. City. It was over the edge, 1999. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they kept going, and it was, right? like, one of the most... Because no one knew at that point he was on a stretcher and they wheeled him out and then no, they he just... was he was dead before he left the building. Okay, they... yeah, but I, I'm I, saying I went on the mat though. I he... know nothing, but I know that I think he's right <laughs> and oh, Kevin's not right because it's about wrestling. <laughs> but I don't think he was instant dead. Like he moved no, he, on the ring mat. He, he moved and like he bounced. Like, okay, Owen Hart fell out of the rest rafters. In peace. Rest in peace. One of the greatest wrestlers yeah. to ever not be a champion. When, when world someone champion. the other day, I think it was Matt Berger, said, Who do, what do you think of when you said WWF logo? I'm like, Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Yeah. He was great. Felt falls out of the right. This is the whole thing. He's the blue blazer. He's this big, goofy comic book gimmick. It was supposed to be a joke. Falls out. Of, legitimately falls out of the rafters. Smashes his face into a turnbuckle. And then is laying on the He was mat. on a cable that broke, right? I mean, it's, uh, he didn't yeah. fall straight. Like, he was on the cable. And then it, it snapped. Yeah. yeah he, and he fell. So sad. What a waste. And yeah, you know, life. Just oh, sure, for, sure, for sure. A gimmick. It's, uh, it's it, I, I remember watching it live, and then all of a sudden, like they cu- they cut to it was a weird cut to the crowd. And I remember seeing them be like, "What are, what are we doing?" And then they cut to Jr. and like he makes a comment that he's like, "Look, there's been an accident." Then they cut back to uh, like a backstage interview, and it is not good like people are visibly shaken oh i'm sure big they time all, and then they yeah. have to go out and wrestle oh. and it's just like Ugh. and they have it's weird because that was the one pay-per-view that they never released like on video right so like you people could, have to tape it we had yeah. i had a i had yeah. like a bootleg tape of it and now it's on the network in its entirety no way the whole thing is on there yep they the they don't cut anything with him falling you never see cut it, away well, that's the thing is like you never see him fall Right. There's no video. There they probably yeah. there probably is video of him falling, yes, but but they can't release that. on the live That'd feed. Be... There was no video of him falling, yeah. so they just let it run. Mm-hmm. And it was nuts. But yeah, I was like, when that when the network first came out, I was like, huh, I wonder. Boop boop boop. Oh, there <laughs> it is. All right. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Uh, Wrestling corner. Ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't have to do that. I just put the. Oh, I know. I heard it last. <laughs> I put it in there. <laughs> <No>. So <laughs> I like that you introduce it now. His wrestling <laughs> yeah. corner. Like last time. Oh, here's your wrestling corner. Ding ding. It's like that's what the song. Okay. Well, now I know. <laughs> it's just I have it now. So, so that's, that's, that that's really? all I've got. Yeah. Well, we got the Batmobile. Reveal the Batmobile. I, it's so I see so much of this stuff online. I forget what point when we've <laughs> talked about it, but I think it's cool. It, it, it looks like seventies you know, Neil lo- Adams. It looks like no. It looks like the. Uh, Norm Bray Focal Jim Aparo really? Batmobile, yeah, oh. like big time. I like, thought the was... shape of it looked a lot like that Neil Adams Batmobile. No, it looks like it, so. There was a toy, uh-huh. and that's what it looks like. Remember that toy? Like it was the the blue and black that had like the front headlights, the yellow flaps that would pop up. Yeah, vaguely. It kind of had like the top, kind of looked like the '66 Batmobile. Yeah, but it was built like a sports car. And that's what this looks like. But it's, it's very like, muscle car, very, very fast muscle and car. Yeah. But it looks real. Like the thing yeah. that I'm seeing online again is people saying like, "Well, the the tumbler will always be best and blah." But that's no. like a huge military vehicle, and I, that's fine if you like it. I think it's cool too. But what I love about this Batman, this is like year one Batman. There, like, there's been other clues, and Matt Reeves has posted year one comic page and all that. So it's like this guy. When you look at the suit and you look at the car, if this guy's a billionaire, he could go out with his money and he could make that suit and make a car that looks like that. These look. Look like a real world like what a batman getting started maybe right. in the later he builds a badass traditional batmobile and maybe different armor or whatever but like i don't know this feels very real and grounded like even more so than the nolan stuff and i think that you have to look at it from that angle like what you've seen before is very established batman for the most part you know like he's been batman for a while and this is year one so you know what's this guy gonna do i don't know you know it's, i mean it's just it, it's interesting <clears throat> because this isn't unlike anything they've done before. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is not, it doesn't look like the 
Keaton stuff. It doesn't look like the Nolan stuff, the Burton stuff, yeah. I guess, not the Keaton stuff. Uh, but it, so like, it looks like Arkham games. It does, yeah. So, which are very popular. It's like oh, hugely buddy, popular. Are they ever? So they've never tapped into that before. Yeah. So I think, we'll again, it's like that's realistic, though. Like making a body armor looking bat suit, that's, you know. Yeah, hopefully that looks a little bit different. I was not a huge fan of that look. But maybe it'll look <clears throat> maybe it'll look different on screen. I I think it does. Yeah. They always just remember Shazam. We'll just call it the Shazam. Sure, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. The Shazam effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, I guess with all that, we should probably turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin, I do, Tom. And it looks like the movie of the day is number one. Onward came in with forty two million dollars. So, I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, oh, this is Pixar. It's a failure. You know, they should be making more. But I don't know. It's a slow time of the year. I don't know. You know, there's the coronavirus thing out there too. Not saying it's only that, but right. I, I don't know. Forty two million. I think it's just weird. Like I don't feel like there was very much buildup around this movie. I kind of agree. <clears throat> yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely get into it. But it. I think the trailer. People weren't stunned by that yeah. first trailer. Yeah. And uh, to me, and I won't get into it more. But I just it doesn't really seem like your typical Pixar movie. Yeah. It seems like a Disney movie. Oh. Like, I don't know. Like, if I watched it without without knowing it was Pixar, you know, and yeah. it was animated, I mean, it's good animation, but I'm, I would think, like, oh, it's Disney put out a movie. I, it doesn't I feel th- like Pixar. I think that oh, as time goes on, people will forget that's that gonna it's be a, a Pixar that's a movie. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It like, just doesn't have that they'll, same... They'll remember, misremember it as, like, a Disney yeah. movie or yep. something. Yep. So we'll get into it more, but I, I definitely think that's part of it. Um, but anyway, $42 million, uh, I don't think that's a complete failure. But we'll see what it continues to do. It's just, again, slow time of the year. It's got no competition either as far as, like, kids' movies go. Yeah. I There's mean, Sonic's still raking in some money. Well, but sure, but I just don't... I don't the new ones... Um, is there any, any kids' movie on March, the horizon? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't... Mulan. Right. Live, I mean, live action, PG-13, so it's a little different category. Is that PG-13? Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So... Anyway, but we'll see what that one continues to do. Uh, I do not have a budget on it, but we'll check in with that later. The Invisible Man, number two, $14.6 million, a 48% drop. That, that is a- was my other news story, but continue. Oh, well, do you want to? James Wan is doing a Universal Monster movie. Yeah, I, I saw that. We don't know what it is. I hope it's kind of. I hope it's Dracula. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the one I feel like would be kind of cool. To- but James Wan is the one that worked with Lee uh-huh. Wannell. Uh-huh. So that's interesting uh-huh. that James Lee Wannell started off writing, you know, for James Wan, uh-huh. and they were doing. He was he started in a James Wan He started in James Wan's first directorial yeah. feature, so that's kind of cool that it's like he Wannell knocks it out of the park, and then hey, James Wan, <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, can I get a piece yeah. of that pie, please? Yeah. And they're like, absolutely, yeah. It's, he's also James Wan. I think people kind of forget that he was a a major building block for Blumhouse. Yeah, like that. He was a major part in getting that studio is it a studio i guess it is yeah yeah like off the ground yeah and it, not off the ground but to like the level that it's at right mm-hmm. like the conjuring stuff sinister all that right. stuff. He's, he was a big part of definitely Blumhouse. so that's a good team up i mean yeah. those two guys with Blumhouse. i think that's yeah that's, that's, pre- a good... that's pretty smart give me that give me that dracula movie oh that <laughs> that's not good. dracula untold Right. $52.1 million is the domestic total for Invisible Man. $20 million overseas. So, yeah, over $70 million on a $7 million budget. That's so good. That is a Blumhouse special if there ever was one. We said it before, like, when that Dark Universe thing came out and, like, he wasn't, Blumhouse wasn't attached. Yeah. And we're just like, can you just give this guy the keys (laughs) to the, what are you doing? Well, it's almost like, what does he have to do to prove to you that he is, like, he can do this? Like, do do we really? need Halloween. more evidence yeah, right exactly yeah. yeah 
but it's like, can you yeah. look that up? I'm curious what the budget was on that. On what? On the Halloween remake, it was on like five it was, million or ten million. I think it was, it was fi- ten. I was think it was ten or fifteen. It was bigger than usual. Yeah, but but I just, I'm just wondering what what the but final they had to give her was. a bunch of money. Sure, yeah, to come back, which yeah. is and fair. Carpenter, which yeah. she would have never done Knives Out if not for that. So she better think. You don't think so? I don't think so. Why not? Interesting. Well, I just I think that her with her popularity from coming back to Halloween, I think, I, I got think her that, to Knives Out. Yeah, I think so. I'm not saying like she couldn't have or anything, but I just feel like she was hot off that. Yeah. She I mean, she wasn't doing a lot of movies before that Halloween. And then she did knives out pretty closely after. Yeah. I just true. think it was good, her door kind of back into and she's great. She's never not been great, but yeah. I don't know. What was she in before Halloween remake? Like what was the last thing you remember? I have no idea. I'm yeah. Friday. I yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I did that exactly. So I don't know. But anyway, uh, Halloween 2018. Activia have, commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. $10 million. Yeah. On and what was the final total? Two hundred and fifty-five <laughs> worldwide. My goodness, quarter of a billion dollars <laughs> on a ten. So yeah, again, right, Jason Blo- right. Bloom, like uh, even on, I, we said even on the bad ones, even if he does, you know, yeah. for when he's cracking like a seven million dollar budget. That's yeah, did only, we? I it's like, like I, Fantasy Island. Has is, he still never lost money? Like critically, I, he I only has like a couple misses, but. Maybe one of those. Maybe the Olivia Wilde one. I can't. No, remember. it was no, one did. of the Paranormal Activity ones. Okay. Yeah, that very last that one. That Ghost Dimension one, I think they yeah. gave him a fairly large budget and it didn't do okay. what it was supposed to. Yeah. But other than that, he has a pretty oh, solid track yeah. record. So anyway, uh, coming in at number three, The Way Back. It's the other movie of the week. We tiptoed around maybe covering it, but we didn't. Obviously, you're hearing a box office report. But uh, $8.4 million. That's the Ben Affleck movie where he's a basketball coach and he's dealing with alcoholism, which obviously is very oh, close yeah. to um, you know things that happen in real life. Tom, how was the movie? Uh, it's it's a good performance from him. Mm-hmm. I right think here. I think a lot of people will leave the movie disappointed mm. because they're going expecting Hoosiers and it is uh, not Hoosiers. Okay, and, I've heard that comparison and, too. And the basketball at some point almost becomes ancillary to his story. Yeah, and I and I think that people might walk away feeling like they got cheated on the basketball aspect of the story. Interesting. So that's people that want the basketball. Because right. like with Moneyball, for instance, we always talk about that Moneyball's yeah. great and you don't have to like bat- right. baseball to like Moneyball. Absolutely. So like with this one, like if I came into it, I've never been to a professional basketball game. We don't have a team here. Like if I went to this movie, I'd be watching for Affleck and the story. I don't care about basketball. You know what I mean? But like... I like I don't know how to say it without ruining the without spoiling the movie and I don't You don't know. have to, yeah. yeah but, but but they do something that I think will upset people. But you think the basketball people that want to see the basketball, the basketball. Okay. Yes. Oh okay. But um but it's but overall it's a good movie, but it's a small movie, it's a quiet movie. Yeah. It's it's I mean, there are there are certainly basketball elements and they're well done, but um it you know, it also it's like it's really close to being the White Shadow, which I know is a show most people don't remember. No, yeah, but it's, we've talked about it before. But it's very yeah. close to being the White yeah. Shadow. It's interesting. I've, I mean, I always appreciate him as an actor. Obviously, he was getting his beat down pretty hard. With, I like Ben Affleck. I think I he's never a really do. good actor. I've never I not liked Ben Affleck. There have been like, moments. There have been moments. I, there's where it's been like, things. I there's been things he's been in that I don't like. But I've never. I've been always been these, a like, fan of him as an actor. Yeah, like I. I've never I, understood the hatred for him. I think he was get, he he got his, he got his, he got beat pretty hard with the Batman stuff, and then he came back with the accountant, which was good. 
right? Yeah, I like like the that's, that's, that's post Justice League. Isn't I it? liked that Live by Night or whatever. I yeah, I like. I didn't care for that. Was that the gangster one? Yeah, yeah. Was, he, I, liked I liked him. It. I liked. Yeah, I mean, I was I, entertained. Again, I liked him, but yeah. I just. I like. I felt like that could have been so good. Could have been. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But if you put him in a movie, I'm interested. You know, yeah. like I I like Ben Affleck as an actor. Gone I don't know. Girl. Oh, that was excellent. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, did he direct Gone Girl? No, it was Fincher. Oh, okay, that's yeah. right. Because he's done Argo. Yeah, he did Argo. He did the one with Casey Affleck. Uh, did he do the Gone town? Baby Gone? The right? town. Did he do the town? Did Didn't he, he direct Gone Baby Gone? Gone? Yeah, His brother started. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And the town he directed and started, in, and then. He's done something else, right? There's three, and then I think he did another one. Argo's the one that was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, because that one best director or picture. Picture. It did not, he, was he lost director. Think, yes. Was he even nominated? Picture. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, because he lost it, I remember, but then he came back for picture. You oh, know, he was yeah, able yeah, to yeah. talk. Um, but I thought he had four now, but I know he did those three that we mentioned. I don't know. But he's a really good director. Yeah. And, uh, That's what Kevin Smith said. Is like The dudes work with so many directors that I'm sure he just picked up enough. Yeah, clearly bits, picked bits up the and, right bits and pieces from different people and the right put stuff. them all together. Yeah, so anyway, good yeah. for that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm glad it didn't get eight million. Hammered. I mean, it's not a huge movie. It's a thing. It's not. It's, I don't think it had a huge budget. Um, oh, I don't, you for, you forgot the short film from 1993. I killed my lesbian wife, hung her on a meat hook, and now I have a three picture deal at Disney. That's the one that ca- it, that came up at one point, and like they tried to bury it, like you know, because he did some weird student film or whatever, and then like, whoops, yeah, that came out at some point that he made a movie to that, and it went around the internet. It's like, wh- uh. but you, have, what we, what we did, we got them all. Gone by Be Gone, The Town, yeah. Argo, Live by Night, and then uh, oh, Live by Night, oh, Live by Night, yeah. then. So yeah, I forgot go. he directed yeah. it. That's the fourth, one. and then yeah. um, and then. Ghost Army is in pre-production and he's been announced for witness for the prosecution. What's Ghost Army? Does it have a? I believe it's about an army of ghosts. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. The U.S. military. The U.S. military forms a squadron of unconventional recruits during World War II to trick the German army into thinking they were outposts and bases where there were only mannequins, props, oh, and inflatable tanks. I've heard of that story before, where they tricked them into thinking they had more. That'll be interesting. It's Affleck, though. That's game on. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I'm going to bring him back as Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I don't think he's going to be in any comic book movie for a while. No, yeah. no. He's, I, he's, he's, had, he's had two bites that the and Daredevil. Yeah, I think right, he's right, like, right. and we're done. Yeah, because I think he got really depressed after Daredevil, too. With he should have. That, that wasn't him. Again, not on him. You know what sucks about the whole thing? And not to get too much back into this Affleck Batman stuff, but... He was a good Batman. He, it wasn't his fault. He was a I, good, he was a good Batman. He was in intimidating, one, and he was, I liked he the was outfit. A good, he was a good Batman in one movie. That Justice League. He's not a good Batman in that Justice League movie. But it's wh- a di- he, he. That's a completely different Batman. But I don't Bat- BVS is a different Batman than Justice League. Yeah, but I don't think I. I the, he wasn't given what is what did he do that was wrong though? I don't. Here's the, he didn't do anything. That's what but I the mean. Problem is is that when he's out in the daytime mm-hmm. and he's like you know the whole scene where superman turns like he comes back and he's making jokes like batman doesn't make jokes that's yeah. that's the bottom and maybe that's we're trying to be marvel and re- yeah like that's not reverse the no joke it's not yeah. batman like that's oh not, yeah the weed and punch-ups definitely. yeah De- just, that's definitely when, what that is when he's like laying on the ground he's like oh something's definitely broken i'm like that's not a thing yeah that would ne- he would get back up <laughs> and 
pop a rib back into place and right. then go back into the fight. He wouldn't just lay there. No, that's true. You know, but I do but agree. But I don't think it was his fault. But he that, was Yeah, acting. but that's he was doing a no, script choice. It is a script choice. choice. No, I agree. So I li- it's, it's, uh, it sucks because I know this put him into a depression and brought back up his alcoholism and stuff, all the dealing with the Batman stuff. And it just sucks because it's not even his fault. Like, yeah, the movie may have not been great, but he could have been a great Batman. Could like, in a, in a really good movie, like... I don't know. It's just it's sad to think about, but I'm glad he's doing well, and I'm glad that Jennifer Garner lobbied to get that movie still made for him while he was in rehab. Because the, the, oh, this one, yeah, they're gonna pull oh. the plug, and uh, Jennifer Garner went to the director and said, "Affleck, he really wants to do this movie. Let him do it." And he's like, he was carrying a basketball around rehab, and like he was really getting into the role and trying to channel. I mean, he was in rehab rehearsing right. for the movie <laughs> right. about a guy that's an alcoholic. Like it, it's very know. method. Yeah, I think it's weird we live in a world where. It's like the ten million dollar Ben Affleck movie, yeah, goes to theaters, and the hundred million dollar Ben Affleck movie goes to Netflix. Goes to Netflix. Yeah, hmm. remember that one? What was that one called? Well, then he's done two. What was that one where it was almost like that weird Expendables Soldier McSoldiery? Yes, yeah. exactly. That's the one that Matt Neglia was on. Uh, I can't remember the one, but it was like Oscar Isaac, Ben Affleck, yeah. uh, Charlie Hunnam, maybe. Yeah, or something. and one of the Garrett Headland. But it's how memorable is it? I mean, it's that's a, Pascal. That's a Pascal. number, right? Six, sold, six soldiers Hero, or something. Big Hero Six. That's what yeah. It was. Big, Big Hero, Hero Six. Six. He was Baymax. Was, he was Baymax. <laughs> he was Baymax. So anyway, uh, but yeah, we'll have to see what that continues to do. Uh, I mean, again, not a huge movie. I mean, what do you think the budget would have been? On Triple the, Frontier. Triple Frontier. That's yeah, what there it was. So eight million dollars for that one. Uh, coming in at number four, very close behind that. Eight point one million is Sonic the Hedgehog. One hundred and forty point nine million dollars. That's another one people are comparing it to. They're like. Pixar is making less money than a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Like that's the new thing to <laughs> yeah, say. Now. Sure. It's like I just like can you people stop <laughs> acting like Sonic can't make money? It's like okay, this has been out for how many weeks now? It's been out for four weeks. Like I'm kind of over the whole like right. oh Sonic's doing better than this. The Sonic like people trying to like down talk like what world do we live in when it's like pe- people enjoy the, the movie. Let the, it go. The normal world. Yeah, one hundred forty point nine million dollars domestic for Sonic, one hundred forty one overseas. So Sonic's at around three hundred million on an eighty five million dollar budget. Wow, good for that one. Coco opened a fifty million dollars. Yeah, like, did it? Yeah, so yeah. like that's I you know, and it opened to that like around Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, and so, that's I mean, one of the best. Coco, Coco is, is one of the best. Coco is one of the best, I think, of all time. The songs in that, yeah. and the animation's beautiful. And yeah, that hardly did more, and that's one of the best ones. Now, so. it, it also had Christmas time. Like, people go to the oh, theater sure, more sure, Christmas sure. time. But, yeah. but that's know. the thing. That's what it, So it made 10 million more opening, and then right. it was But I that. mean, it had longer shelf life because of oh, Christmas sure. time. Oh, sure. This but, one might not hang around like right. but yeah. So anyway, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog doing quite well. Number five, The Call of the Wild, seven point three million is a forty five percent drop. That's up to fifty seven million domestic. I think I sent Tom an article last week. They said it's going to lose like one hundred and forty million dollars <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, I love people who are like, "Oh man, Disney has a massive bomb on their hands with Call of the Wild." I was like, "You know, it was a Fox movie, right? Disney <laughs> just got stuck with it." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> not like they had a choice. They're like, well, I guess we're not going to. It's already in production, movie. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, development. You dopes. Uh, Emma, number six, with $5.4 million. Uh, that's in week three, but I believe it went wide release this uh, this week. Um, that's the period piece uh, with is Anya Taylor-Joy. Is Taylor that a comedy? Yeah. Okay. Did yeah, you see it's it? kind of... No, but oh. the trailers make it look like it's kind of like... It's anachronist. Deliberately that's anachronistic. That's what I thought. Yeah. I saw it's got a, Bill Nye. I saw a... Uh, the science... Oh, never mind. Yeah. I saw someone post uh, a theater marquee image yeah. for it, and it says, Emma... 
based on the hit movie Clueless. <laughs> but why do people? That's hilarious. Because yeah. Clueless is a modern day retelling of Emma. Oh, because yeah. because people online, like even our friend Colby Mack, he said you'd be better off watching Clueless. Yeah. Emma's getting terrible reviews. Also, yeah. and he's like, Colby, go watch Clueless. Colby Mack. Also said that he loved Dirty Grandpa. So let's not give <laughs> let's not let's not put Man, too much stock. Shots fired. <laughs> I love Colby though. So he's, I, no, he's totally. He's I, a great I, guy. I agree. I just thought it was funny. He was like, I almost peed my pants. I was like, <laughs> well, I think I what? called him out too. I'm like, no, no, Colby. I'm like, no, because he's like, I don't know. Sometimes he says like, that's not that bad. And I'm like, no, that's bad. bad. It's that bad. So, but but Emma's getting torn apart, and I was wondering I why. I love the Adventures of Ford Fairline, so I have no room to talk. Yeah. You do because, but I also recognize it's an awful movie. <laughs> but it's not as awful as Dirty Grandpa. No, it's not. Dirty yeah, Grandpa's right. like it's irredeemably the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> I that's one of those movies where I okay. I'm to be honest, I posted this thing where there was four dollars for two movies so la la Legit, lands, i get it yeah yeah so but right. la, la la lands on there so you buy that of course and then you have one other you have to buy there's i think there's how to be a latin lover maybe yeah. that's the other one yeah. but my curiosity i almost was like <laughs> should i buy dirty grandpa for two dollars and try to remember why it was so bad because it's completely out of my memory it's i'm very just like, easy to remember why it was bad but no i'm just like this is horrible but yeah my curiosity now is almost <laughs> coming back around like i want to see it just to just like, so, so. to hate watch it but yeah but i didn't anyway good uh, job yeah so thank you uh number uh number seven bad boys for life 3.1 million that's a 29 percent drop uh, over 200 million dollars domestic and overseas over 200 million so that's up over 400 total number eight birds of prey oh, harley quinn whatever i'm not saying holding <laughs> 2.1 million dollars a 49 percent drop that's up to 82.5 million dollars and overseas 100 so it's approaching 200 million on an 84 so at least it's making its money back uh number nine impractical jokers Again, like yeah. I can't believe that thing. For you'd think that everyone went to see it in week one if they're yeah. going to. You would think one point seven million is a fifty-two percent drop. So I don't I know. I mean, that's yeah. The total says one point seven, so I guess they didn't is update that. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of crazy. So unless that's an error, but I mean, that's a lot of money for a week two on that. Yeah. And uh, rounding out the top ten, um, well, this and Jumanji are tied, I guess. So nineteen seventeen with Jumanji coming out. There's a three-way tie. Oh, is there? Oh, you're right. Oh my gosh, they did it again. Okay, so we've got Jumanji, oh, which comes out, which comes out on Tuesday, week thirteen. Yeah, nineteen seventeen, and in the limited release, so it's dropped theaters, uh, about five hundred theaters, but it's still going strong. My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising, oh, wow. all three of those, one point four million dollars. So we talk about Blumhouse. What's Fantasy Island at? Eight hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. That's another almost on million. What, that one did more. It was a ten, I think, or an eight. Oh, was it's, it? It did more than Invisible Man, which was seven. Okay, so it was either eight or ten. Okay, but another million week four. Yeah. It's a uh, twenty-five point eight million. Even the bad ones make yep. money. Yeah. So that's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. So uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Don't forget wherever you're getting your podcast, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So. That's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Onward. Until then, you've been warned. Two brothers. We're going on a quest. Put it in O for Onward. 24 hours. We only have one day. Bring back Dad. One crazy adventure. I got you. Oh. 
Oh no. What happened? Looks like you shrunk me. Disney and Pixar's Onward. Psst. I have to go to the bathroom. Can it wait? It's your pocket. Rated PG, March 6th.